Can you believe in a finite object possessing infinite power? Or that a mineral can be proclaimed the medicine of the 21st century? Or that the power of nature can win over the ignorance of man? If you can, you will know why our mission is to get Shungite to the masses. You are entering the Shungite zone. This is the Shungite radio show produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. And welcome to Shungite Reality. It's March 28th, 2023. My name is Nancy Hopkins and with me is Derek Condon. Mark Joseph will be joining us in a minute. Uh, Walt's not here, but um, he's, well, Walt's not here. He had some issues he had to deal with. <laughs> um, so, Derek, hello, hello. Just you Good and me. Good morning. morning. <laughs> yep, I'm hearing an echo, um, by the way. Uh, isn't that weird? It's something to do with, with when the station comes up. Can you hear it when I'm talking? Nope, not at all. All right, I'm going to turn my speaker actually, it stopped. off. So that's why I'm pausing. I interrupt you for a second because before you do anything, it actually just stopped. All right, so every, not every time, <laughs> but a good amount of time when we start the show is there's that echo and then it disappears. So I don't know. Maybe you want to move. So, um, okay, so you're a busy guy. <laughs> Are you there? Yeah, I'm here, and that's, yeah, that's putting it lightly, yeah, and I can, yeah, talk about some of the stuff. Okay, so what do you want to start with? You want to start with a book? Um, well, first of all, I'll make another announcement um, for, and this does tie in, it'll be, it'll, some of it will be online as well, but at Mystical Wares, we are, so at the store itself in Mount Vernon, Washington, we are starting to ramp up again and turn back on the in-store classes which many of which will turn into online ones is why i mentioned that um and the metaphysical slash psychic fairs we've already got one planned on the schedule for sometime around the end of april i'll have to check the dates but and that's the whole point here anybody can check the dates um at mysticwars.com because we've restored the calendar which also links to these podcasts and different things we do so um but yeah that is all happening here pretty quickly um, as other things kind of get off my plate. But yeah, we can chat a little bit about the, the book. Um, well, before we do that, let's mention the fact that you do have, so that they understand what you're attempting to do, you do have the uh, last three-hour show that you did that so many people found extremely beneficial. And it was a paid thing because you wanted to limit the people there to give them uh, the, the most time to ask questions and interact, and it really didn't work that way. But also that um, after the fact, you made it available for everybody. So it is on YouTube, and where can they get that link? Yeah, that class was called, um, I guess the main title was Inner Expansion. And again, that link is on the very front page of mysticalwares.com. If you just scroll down a little bit, you'll see a link to that. Um, and yeah, that class, 
the video of the class was made free, but um, for those that did pay for the class, there was a session included with me and then a box full of all kinds of goodies as well. Um, but I, I thought it was important that way they have, even the ones in the class have access to watch it again now. And, and, um, and I'm gonna edit when I get a chance, the whole class itself behind the scenes and add some extra info to it and put it back up there. So then there'll be probably two of them available, um, but I will leave the original. Awesome. You're very generous. It's, um, it's a lot of fun to do. It's well, it's, yeah, well, everybody was generous and helped. They were part of the class. So it was really a group effort sort of thing. Um, and I appreciate them being there and having questions. And uh, every one of them came back when we had the sessions um, with great questions or, or input. I mean, all sorts of things. Um, so it was a lot of fun, meaning they they paid attention to class and got it. And those that were meant to be there were there. So that was fun. And and now it's more widely available. So, you know, if it, it gets some views, great. Okay. Okay, and now that we're talking about freebies, <laughs> let's just go through them. Every Friday, you can sign up. Well, you can sign up for a session every Friday under the Spooky. Yeah, you're using Spooky 2. Spooky 2 Scaler that Derek sets up, and it runs from uh, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. Uh, my time, Eastern time. What's your time? So Pacific. 8 to 8 Pacific eight to eight. time. Okay. And... It, it, he, he keeps it okay you just sign up and you can put in family members you can put in your pets you can you know expand it because what it is is giving you the opportunity to engage in a scalar way that is pretty much general in what it does what, what he's putting out there it's not specific at all for any one individual except that when you're in a scalar wave, you can engage with a scalar wave and you can actually have control over the energies that you need or you want. And it's almost automatic. The scalar hits you because this is the way I see it. The scalar hits you individually and, you know, makes adjustments as it's for the for that full 12 hours you're being under adjustment. And I think it does it automatically without you participating. However, if you want to participate, if you want to expand your own inner perspectives, you know, realize you're in it, feel it, engage it, and just have fun with it. Now, I have a friend, Irma, and every Friday, almost well, every Friday, especially in the beginning, um, we'd call each other. Well, we'd start out with a message, and then we'd end up talking to each other. But we both would have the same general description of what we were feeling even though every week it changes uh for a lot of reasons because energy works with energy and every time you run into an energy thing the energies exchange energy it's a phenomenal fluid environment that we live in anyway got off track here uh so you can sign up you have to sign up every week now, that might seem to be annoying, but if you can't sign up every week, you're not going to remember that you're getting it. It's something you have to engage in. So every week you have to sign up, and then when the scalar wave comes on, you're in a group scalar wave that's just saying, you know, all of these people want to participate in this Friday event. And uh, that's free. All you have to do is sign up. And once you sign up the first time, then when you go to sign up again, your information's already there, so it's a matter of about three clicks of the mouse. 
and then you're 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 back on the list but you got to remember to do it and um I, I, my friends are lucky because I kind of remember most of the time. <laughs> I have all, always remembered. Um, and uh, I give them a heads up. Hey, did you do the scaler? Which reminds me, I got to give them a heads up to sign up again. And there's another bene- benefit of knowing Derek is that Derek is giving away his own time in a, well, you explain that one to, to the people, the once a month thing. Sure. What we've got on the same sign-up page uh, online, as Nancy mentioned there, is on the first of every month, I do a a group uh, remote energy session. Um, And then that's where, similar to the scalar sign-up, you can put yourself and others if you want on your your pets or, you know, um, wherever you want to go with that. And then I'll take that list and print it out. And then, that's funny. My ear just started buzzing, Nancy, as I as I started look, thinking of that in my head, sort of thing, which is, happens to do um, also during the um, the session when I first start. It's really odd how, and I know I'm kind of going off here on the sidetrack, but instantaneously, those subtle inner and they're always not subtle with me. Subtle energies and frequencies just exactly line up, just like if you were to put something in your mouth and taste it, you would smell it and you'd feel it all at the same time multiple levels of perception and as i get more into the woo woo frequencies and and doing what i do um it's kind of like you'd think becoming a wine taster you could then distinguish between the subtle differences between wines or cheeses or whatever the thing is i mean i mentioned that again because it just happened um so i'll take that printout focus on it um and I, don't know. I guess Nancy will tell the Sasquatch part, won't we? Uh, I guess I already did. So what, what we're talking about here, we were actually chatting off air before the podcast this morning on how I do this. Um, and I have a little figure. He's actually sitting right in front of me. Uh, I don't know, about six inches tall of a Sasquatch. And I just use that. And it's not because um, I think of Sasquatch as a, a loving entity, you know, nature, just a, a good thing. So I, and he, I happen to have him here. Somebody gifted it to me. I'll use that for my visual. So then I, so when I'm sitting here doing my energy work on the, all the signups for that month and they have all month to sign up, just get in before the, the last day and you'll be on there. And then I'll grab that Sasquatch and then sit in my office and then focus on the energies around him and see that is, I don't know, the best word I have is like an avatar. Um, and and you, sometimes it's called a consciousness construct, but just my, where I'm going to focus my energies and the intent is that anybody who'd signed up, of course, that would represent them. And I don't just go, whoa, blast you here. You get the, the energy in your back, your leg, blah, blah, blah. Nope. As many of you have heard, you know, we talk about energy containers like buckyballs, C60 molecules. So, and I actually have a, in my other office, a, um, a larger one I can actually put right over. And I do put it right over the Sasquatch. And then, long story short, I'll I'll focus on the energy within that space around that little Sasquatch figure and have it focus on love. So I'm not flinging my energies at it or anything like that. What we're doing is, um, I'm trying to do the best wording for this, Nancy, but um, I'll just say, if people choose to do this, it's always a choice thing, just like you said with the Scalar. If they choose to, and the energy container holds this energy longer, um, 
tune the environment or space, and I'm not even talking physical, the energy space around you to a love frequency. And in, in my intent, love would be all frequencies. So therefore, we're offering a buffet of frequencies or love and each person takes what they need. There's nothing forced on them. And again, like Nancy mentioned, that ties back to the scalar. It's not like, oh, he's doing the, the digestion and gut health one this Friday. That means that particular instrument in the overall orchestra being played is, is a little being focused on or heightened, but that doesn't mean the others aren't there. So what I'm saying is if you, if you want the cello or this other frequency, I know I'm all over the place, all you have to do is think about it or imagine it so you're not limited. Um, I hope that made some sense on how I described that, Nancy. Yeah, I thought you did a good job. Now, how long does that one last? Um, same thing, because what I do is I'll sit down. I don't know. It, it just, it'll vary per or per what I'm doing. So I go all day long. So I'll just be blunt. When I sit down, I don't know, half an hour or so in the morning, I'll sit there and just, let's just say, start the engine going. And again, time's not a thing. So the person doing this, not just me, if they have that realization, I'm like, well, then boom, frequency's going. This is what I'm imagining, getting the emotion involved, you know, sparking the chakra, you know, whatever, however I want to have fun within my head at the time, because the overall intent is, um, you know, like I already described. And then I can say, well, this is going to continue to this point, but every single time throughout the day that I even, and it's, <laughs> I don't know how many times, I should count someday, a whole lot of times. If I see a bucket and they're everywhere in my environment, a little buckyball or it just occurs to me or I think it's session day or it's the first. And so the, I'm just saying there's lots of little breadcrumbs or synchronicities that will draw my attention back to that day session. And every single time I will then stop, refocus, charge that buckyball of love again. Um, so restock the buffet. Not that it went anywhere, but it's always a good thing for us to reimagine or focus, even if that's personal manifesting, as you all know. Um, so that's what I do. And that's why you use a Sasquatch to focus. To yeah, keep take the visual off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, and there's another reason, Nancy, because if I do, <laughs> I guess I get into it. maybe I should make it in the book. I didn't think of adding that or these type of things. Um, when I do the visual, so before the Sasquatch little figure sitting here, um, I would do the whole visual thing. And yeah, I'd get a figure popping up in here, but then I'd, because I'd turn on my site such that I would see more etheric beings than I want. I don't want to see a group full of people. That's distracting. And or the the guides or others around them. You know, I only want so much woo-woo vision happening at the time because I need to be focused on the, the best terms would be intense and emotion energy, not the visual stuff. Um, so oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> that's why some so people eat. They close their eyes. They they oh, I just want to enjoy and close their eyes or wine. Blah blah blah. Oh, that's evidently a thing, and it is with me too. So you just want to. You not only are you just focusing yourself, you're focusing out everybody else except that image, so that you're not being distracted. Oh, and we can all do this, and some, and here's a kicker, some medical doctors like to, not just medical doctors, just doctors, um, like to diagnose when people pick up on stuff, sometimes they'll call you schizophrenic or things like that, and I'll tell you, I, I spoke with a client about this some time ago, uh, I, I, I had a, one of those people in front of me that, again, were diagnosed with that, I'm like, 
And then they're giving chemicals, of course, for this issue. And I'm like, it's not a chemical issue. There's an actual being there chatting with them. You can call it whatever you want, but that's a thing. You don't treat an energy issue with chemicals. And that's usually what they do. And here's my ear again ringing. So then, and I'll tell you, 100% energy work can have an effect on, I didn't say that was a, a disorder disease. I said, that's what some people diagnose. And it's there again, when I look up them, I mean, I, I can see the entity run. I'm like, well, the, the guy or gals hearing a voice. So what are you, they're not mental or crazy. It's any make, I mean, so anyway, it just blows my mind to come across stuff like that. Cause you know, from my perspective, it'd be like saying I could smell and nobody else could. It'd be, it's, it's an odd way to go through life. Again, let's go with that analogy, being able to smell stuff, which means I can walk in a room and not even see it because remember it's smelly, but, and so everybody can understand what I'm saying. So really strong flowers in the back part of the room. You're going to know it's there even if you don't see it. Well, that's the same with the woo-woo levels for me. And then yes, Nancy, I do. And I can consciously, which is why I got into this, say, I want that. I'll use the whole instrument thing just because it's easy. That instrument to tune down and that would be the entities in my head um and then those ones will start to fade out so then i don't have all the visuals it's like sometimes i'll wave they'll do all kinds of things to get attention and i'm like i don't need it um so yeah it can be turned down and any, anybody can do that it's really a thought in your head first putting it together that way that you can actually do something with it um it's kind of like looking at a, a a pantry full of ingredients and go what the hell do i do with all that no, you know, just just slow down and get some imagination going and it, it goes from there. Um, but yeah, we can all do that kind of stuff. Um, what were we talking about anyway? Who knows? You never know with me. Well, um, <laughs> no, no, no. It, um, I was just thinking about it because it's very sad that so many people do think that there's something wrong with their brains because they're having thoughts that they they can't locate where they're coming from and it's not just the fact that there are spiritual beings out there that give us all even our higher selves or our souls or whatever you know they whisper in your ear you get a you get all of a sudden a thought in your head and you go well, well you, if you question where it's coming from you'll lose the messaging so you just want to take these messages in it's not that you're being obsessed with some kind of a dark spirit. It's that you've got all of these guides that want to help you. And you, if you start to focus on them and make them your friends, you know, Dolly Howard has a whole posse out there of different beings who have guided her at different times. They've got specialties, <laughs> apparently, you know. Um, Share in the chat real quick a new image from the book that I'm writing right now um, that actually explains what we're talking about, how you can actually tune your own biofield and choose. Again, you don't just have to turn on, think your biofield is a radio or the antenna. You don't have to just turn on radio. You can choose the station. I want country, not rap or what disco or something like that, let's say, um, just because that's my preference right now. And that's the same thing you can do with your, you don't have to have the bad guys you know, coming at you in your frequency field. There's things you can do. Literally, um, there's a, a description and visual um, in chat for those that are in chat right now. Um, and I don't know how we can get this out later, Nancy. It'll be in the book in the future. Um, but that's what we're talking about. 
Yeah. Does that image make sense, by the way? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, well, it's up to each individual, but it's, um, well, when I was in college, I, I was a freshman, and it was like, I really did have what would, would have been termed a mental breakdown, okay, because it was like, I couldn't get up in the morning, and if I could get up, and I didn't know what to wear. If I could figure out what to wear, I didn't know if I wanted to go to any of those classes. And finally, it was just like, no, I'm not going to do this. And for three days, I basically did not get out of bed. I didn't go to eat. I didn't. I, it was it was a total like shutdown type thing. But I started talking to myself in my head, and I realized that. In my entire life, every thought I have, every emotion I have, every experience I have, I only share with one person, and that's myself. And you really have to think of yourself as your own best friend. Except that there is a, they call it higher self, I just call it, you know, the the version of me that's I won't say more, I guess more towards more perfect, more knowledgeable, more connected than I am. And it's, if it, you know, yes, this could be imaginary friend. But in fact, it's, it's, that's the only person that I really, when I go through life, that if I'm feeling good about myself, good, we're good to go. I don't care about what other people think. It's none of my business. My business is to run this body, this, you know, vehicle that the higher self is in. But at the same time, you integrate that higher self with the lower self. And that's what I think where we're at. When we talk about this inner perspective, it's realizing the powers that are innately ours. We just have to ask for them and to work with them. And as far as, you know, opening yourself up like this, are you opening yourself up to dark entities? Absolutely not. If you choose not to. I don't I don't have any of that in my life. It's like, please, you know, there's enough evil in the 3D world. I don't need any of that stuff garbaging up me. So. If I hear if I hear something coming into my head or feel it or whatever, Normally, I, I can I know which one of my guides is sending me that information because it's a frequency I can feel it. I know. Oh, that's an ET frequency. Oh, that's you know Patton frequency. Oh, that's a Don Kennedy frequency. Oh, that's when I was back in you know. I mean, all sorts of freak, but you know them. When you feel something that is, you can't quite get a finger on it. Doesn't feel right to you. That's electromagnetic energy. And that's the other thing that we are confronting as a species, that we are actually being attacked by electromagnetic energy that can put emotions into you, can make you feel sick, can actually make you sick and kill you. I mean, they're, they're horrendous. At the same time, they're, when you're using them positively, it's a way of everybody communicating. So it's not the technology per se. It's the way that it's being used by some very dark forces that want us all controlled and are terribly afraid of what's happening because everything that they throw at us, we're, we're not succumbing to. 
um, we had a Radio 5G program where Mark Steele was, was uh, we, we were playing an interview he'd done with somebody, and he was telling how bad everything, he's, he's an expert in this, he knows it, he's telling how bad everything was, but he kept coming back to the same thing. Why aren't more people dying? You know, based on the electromagnetic field that's out there, everybody should be dropping dead. But it's not happening. And this and a lot of other reasons has led uh, Mark into understanding that we are definitely in a spiritual battle between good and evil. So it's becoming more and more critical that you take a stand, just your individual self, to realize that your best friend is yourself and to advise yourself and to protect yourself as you would your best friend instead of putting ourselves down oh god i shouldn't have done that oh i shouldn't have gone oh no no, no. say you know well let's figure out why we did that you know look at the look at it as a, a relationship that is not going to it's not going to lead you astray and use that as a blueprint for all the other relationships that you all you need to do is open yourself up to them. And that's why I think Derek is giving so much really good and positive energies into the planet because he can see this stuff. He can see it better than most. And then he can explain it. And he has this drive to teach others, not give them a fish but how do you how do you fish so um it gives you a lot of it gives us all a lot of free stuff that you should feel very grateful for um because he's just got this need to teach and i think that's why he's started his book up i told him i'd write it for him but you know he's the only one that can write this book because he said to me well if i send you some of it will you at least look at it and i said um, well, no, <laughs> because I know what it takes to write. And, you know, I can basically look at the format and stuff, but to get into the writing, it changes. As you go deeper into it, you go back and forth and stuff. And I, I don't want to take that ride. As a writer, I've gone through it too many times. I don't want to take that ride. So he sends me the, you know, just the basic chapters and stuff and, uh, and the look of it, the look of it, the feel of it. What does it feel like? And then I wrote him back and I said, uh, I changed my mind. Send me everything you write. <laughs> because, and I don't, I mean, I, I would have told him I thought it was crap if I thought it was crap, but I don't. I'm very intrigued with the way he's presenting this information. And I, I know a lot of the stories. And even though I know the basics of the stories, the way that he's put, you know, putting it out there, um, this is going to be a fun trip. And uh, and I think he's getting a little obsessed with it because every chance he gets, he writes a little more. So he's gotten quite a ways into it, which are over 30 pages, right? Uh, 38 or something. And that image I shared in the chat, I put together this morning. So there'll be lots of images or graphics I'm building myself to, to get certain understandings across just to give an idea is why i shared that one excellent and even that who knows i'll probably edit it anyway but yeah i'm jumping all over the place because i'm so when i get bite-sized pieces out of my day or night to do stuff i'll sit down and write and or work on graphics and 
um, that now I've jumped in the Shanghai Beehives chapter. So I'm, I'm just doing a, you know, segments of chapters and going back and it just, the book is just growing. And all of a sudden I look down and go, oh my gosh, it's already in this page. And I don't know how to write. I've never done this. It's interesting though. Okay, then. Um, do you want to talk about, well, we can talk about it a little more, but we also have Mark just joined us, or maybe he's been back for a bit. Um, Mark. Hey, Nancy. Hey, okay, good, good, good. Um, do, do, oh, so I, I don't know how long, I, I just all of a sudden realized I wasn't on Skype and I didn't see if it come back or not. Uh, did you hear what we were talking about? Did you have any questions? or? Yeah, um, any ideas for maybe an audio book or audio excerpt? to give to I mean not that not just a sub but maybe to put on YouTube or your group page personal page anything like that yeah I actually thought about that but that's you know I'll have to release it first but I was thinking well maybe I'll just do a reading myself and then you know knowing me I'll always have well shoot I forgot to add this so I'll add it to the audiobook so I'm probably not that guy that's gonna go pick up my book and go just read it word for word I'll go blah 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 and go oh by the way I forgot this so I'll do it as whatever that would be called just like the book nancy you had mentioned that um and or somebody else did it's not I, I guess i'm not even doing the layout the way it's typically done or the writing or anything i'm not really worried about all that i'm just kind of doing it and we'll see where it lands um that's why there's gonna be a bunch of sometimes big graphics in there and all sorts of things actually um and it, it jumps from biography to crazy stories that I couldn't I never remembered until I'm sitting there writing and I didn't know that was a thing because again I'm not a writer um all of a sudden I'm like oh well I was here doing this one and I'm like so I get in my head my imagination and I see more um and I'm like oh there's that I guess maybe I should add that to the book because I've never mentioned it or something so a lot of that's going on that of stuff that me going 100 miles an hour always through life not just since mystical wares um a lot of it gets just lost in the the mist going that fast sometimes and it's coming out now is my point um a lot of things that just hadn't remembered so yeah it's it it's it's happening um i don't know if you asked something else or not yeah oh, um yeah. just to what you you guys were talking about past half hour um i think has someone's guide um when you're working on somebody or like a group, has someone's guide stopped short of process you did on someone? And if so, why? Like uh, interfered <laughs> or boosted, any, anything like that? It'd be uh, curious to hear um, kind of what's been going on with that. Interesting because that happened. I'll just say I don't want anybody to be able to pin anything down. So somewhat recently in sessions, and it's happened many, many times, and they'll go as far. Okay, not, let's open it up to not just guides but it's because i see the word guide is somebody that's already your friend or buddy planned and you're you know you're meant to be communicating sort of thing on one level or another okay there are others that are out of alignment with us and i'm not going to label them but i think everybody gets what i'm saying either one of those can have an effect and either boost so let's talk a remote session when i do one over um zoom <clears throat> and sometimes They'll, as what I was going to tell you, come in, and this was a someone out of alignment with this client, which hence sometimes makes reason for the session. Um, literally, and it's on cue, just like I was laughing earlier about my, oh, there goes my ear buzzing. Because um, for me, <clears throat> excuse me, those that don't know, there's certain things I do with my hands. Um, and so I started, I'll just, I'll just call it raising them up. Um, and I don't do some, some, 
been crazy. I don't know. Everything I do is crazy, actually, probably. Um, let's just say I raise my hands up such, and I can point them, and it, oddly enough, interacts with the frequencies and energies, and I can feel them now. So if I'm like, even if it's on that avatar, the Sasquatch avatar, and I'm doing it on a single person, not a group, and they want this, we'll just call it an attachment off or this, that, and the other, or an entity um, removed from access to their energy field, I can actually feel that stuff. So then I've used my hands more, and all I can say is it's another layer, and it's all kind of merging. Um, so anyway, that's why I kind of raise my hands up. Um, and then, oh, shoot, let me, because I go off sidetrack so many times. I was just telling you about, um, what were we talking about, Mark? You gotta remind. It was um, if others' guides, or maybe even... Oh, okay, blocking the system, okay. Yeah. Sorry, because I always have to add more to the story so people understand when I say things. That's why I kind of get off off track things, and then the whole visuals too. Um, so in this case, it was a an attachment, an energy. You know, again, lots of terms for that um, around that person that the person did not want or anything like that. So I literally was going to hold my hands up and just think buckyballing with love, and it goes a lot more than that. But this is just shortened version of the story. Bam on cue, they'll disconnect that person. And then we'll more often not have to call them back on cell phones. Sometimes the computer will come back and I'll hear the same thing every time. And they don't know that I've heard it countless times. That's never happened. I have no idea why. And, um, and the first couple of times, you know, years ago, I was thinking, well, that's kind of odd. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it's not odd. It's straight up what happens. And then again, on the inverse, yes, the guides or spirit guides um, were past loved ones. And so, again, whatever form or term we want to use. They'll come in and boost signals. So if somebody literally has a, a poor internet signal, will and they'll do it, and I'll be doing it. And usually, depends who the person is. I'll tell them what's going on behind the scenes or not, or I'll just start chatting about something to distract them. And I mean this in a good way because the energy work's still happening. The the guides in this form <clears throat> will buckyball us both, start just charging love energy, and then sometimes around the electronics, or they'll like point at something, and I'll look over the 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 human on the other end of the monitor and i'll see i don't know so well sometimes i usually choose to see it as an energy attachment first rather than i'll make fun of it some ghost or goblin thing because i can deal with any energy i don't get and get it's like saying worrying about what somebody's wearing i don't need to worry about that if it's out of alignment with them they're gonna get out of that field and then we'll deal with that part the guide and i again a lot of it often with the the, the human not knowing i'll usually ask him a question it's called a transgradational search. I'll get them talking to thinking about something while we're doing a lot of the background stuff, which is all part of the session why they were there. Because um, often it's their guides or others encouraging them to even, you know, go to a crazy woo-woo. Who's going to do that kind of stuff? Um, so it goes both ways, Mark. Yeah, it'll have the, I'll have the disruptions or the strengthening of signals or all. The animals are big players, too, because the guides absolutely encourage the animals. I'm I'm on a spot here in my head. So I can't think of the specifics, but there have been countless animal stories where somebody will mention this out of the other about a cat, let's just say Fluffy. And all of a sudden I'll chat with Fluffy because they just pop in. They just all of a sudden I get to see them uh, theoretically as well. And we'll have a chat and I'll mention that. And then the, the cat will come up and do its thing or the bird or, I mean, pick your animal really, even horses. Right during the session will come up. So the person then gets that aha moment of realization in their head that oh the animal really is cluing in because it was right exactly at this time and you know it's not a show it's them being more aware of 
the energy's happening and they forget the word coincidence because that's not a thing. They realize, well, no, they we were thinking about the, well, Fluffy in this story. There's a reason Fluffy got up, walked over, sat down and, you know, held up her paw in some cases. If I say, you know, they'll say, I don't know what's wrong with my cat. Can you read her? Yeah, there's blah, blah, blah in the paw. And all of a sudden Fluffy walks over and holds up her paw. And that's not about, I didn't do anything. That's just the cat listening in, paying attention, walking over. They're doing its thing. And then they like to give me credit for that. And I'm like, no, it wasn't me. It was just you, you know, all of us combined. So anyway, probably a lot more there than you may have expected, Mark. <laughs> I just want to jump in here. A friend of mine, we know her, um, was doing a session. And all of a sudden, she had a cat manifest right in front of her on the desk. And she said to the client, do you have a cat that looks like blah, 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 blah? Yes. Oh, well, she's here with me. <laughs> You know, and so it can be very, very animal. Don't underestimate animals. They're they're quite amazing. I just wanted to throw that in there. No, that's true. Did you have any other questions, Mark? We didn't really have a whole, uh, you know, direction today. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Where to put. So when you're doing sessions or even scalar machine or or um, I know you have like um. What do you call it? Uh, uh, other equipment that reads aura or energy measuring. Is uh, Shungite involved in that or even crystals? And then if if it, if they are, uh, can people buy that in your store? And maybe how would they apply that in their own in their own way? Yeah, I've got all kinds of trinkets to do the aura thing. I've even got a set of and I, I can't pronounce the name. It starts with a D, but a pair of aura goggles. Um, coming that were outlawed again I, I always bring stuff up that i don't have enough info in front of me to complete just some goggles that were out many many decades ago that were that would allow you to see certain frequencies um and it would be auras around plants trees living objects people things like that a dice oh jeez i'll try to figure it out for the end of the show and, and that say it um when i get a, a moment in between but anyway somebody evidently figured out how to make them again so it's a certain type of film that can be put in again just think goggles like old motorcycle looking motorcycle looking goggles from the 50s um and it's how they tend to put them like steampunk sort of deal but it's looking through the film you see again other hues and frequencies and things and then you can look at a non-living thing whatever that is and then see differences so anyway stuff like that i have coming in the experimental energy device that reads energy fields to the live video aura machine that you can come in and put and it's only a person unfortunately uh and do sessions in with the whole biofeedback device um with just lots of stuff going on there where you actually see your in live video and then you get a snapshot and um so uh now as far as products yes you can do things absolutely because you're talking your energy body and the best thing i use and or recommend to clients or customers or anybody is the um the shungite skin balm or skin cream um and it comes in different versions but they they work similarly so one is just for ease of this conversation like i say is it looks like a big old chapstick tube or you can buy the one that's in a, a little jar as well and just put your finger in there and put it where you need it but what i'm saying is if you use that energy tool that's made out of organic beeswax and shungite um fine powder and silver um, and then depending on which version, um, maybe more, but not. It's all organic and natural. Again, energy tool. You would take it and literally, like, let's say you want to heighten your third eye. 
draw a little spot right in your forehead. And because that's your intention and you're using an actual active energy tool in that spot, and I would say get excited about it, emotion, energy, another level, more energies, um, levels, the better, you will heighten your third eye. And I've done things like that where it just starts like crackling. Think like decalcifying your third eye and I'd see bright lights and even, even last night. Um, I was so messing around with my forehead right in that spot with my eyes shut and all of a sudden huge flashes of light. Um, and I'll tell you that, and I'm sure everybody does that to one degree or another. And I did it really subtly at first thinking, oh, is that all it is? No, it'll get bigger. Um, and your pineal gland, that's often called your third eye, has photoreceptor cells. So it has cells that respond to light. Well, it's not random. They're there for a reason. Um, and that's the reason because your your third eye or psychic eye is kind of a an, an imaginary overlay of the physical reality. It's more. And the more you work on your metaphysical senses or chakras, um, the clearer that becomes. And that's what I've been doing. Again, it's an odd thing to talk about because we don't have words for it. So I have to kind of speak oddly is the best I can say. Um, but the skin balm. And then think even that, again, it's an or this Shanghai chapstick, by the way, similar thing, works great. So even that, let's go with that one. Take the chapstick and if you're your understanding of this reality is that you have a, something called a kundalini and the energy moves from up, down, side, or whatever. Well, then take that energy tool and draw it on yourself. Yeah, just right up now and you can do that. Or if you have an injury, same thing. Because that energy tool isn't just working on your chakras or energy centers. It works on your whole biofield or aura, all your energies, because it's all frequency. Um, it's going to have an effect on it all. So yeah, physical injury a knee let's say draw that chapped or chapstick or skin balm skin cream um or put it on there in that spot imagine you're already healed and that will that's kind of like the go between between your physical and metaphysical body or your aura so then imagine you're already healed and then guess what you're going to be healed uh the more and then again get excited about it and it works better so that and if you can't do the skin balm or skin cream or um, lip balm thing mark i would say uh the shungite rubber which is you know you can you can put that get an ace bandage and put it to you know around your leg or something under your pants if you need to if you have like a hurt calf or something like that there's lots of ways to use that in different shapes and it can be cut to form as well so those would be the first two go-to's okay um great uh, another question relating to that uh is there a book you recommend that best details um, energy, visual structures and experiences? Um, maybe like a guide guidebook or something like that. Oh yeah, and it's at my other office and it's right on my desk too, of course. Quad, oh man, I'm not gonna know. It is a really unique name and- We could revisit it in the next hour. Let's, uh, yeah, maybe if somebody's there, I can have them get that photo of it or something. But that's, and just to add on to that, a lot of that, because some of that stuff, and it's, it, it's sometimes, you know, sacred geometry, platonic solids, um, energy shapes, there's lots of ways of describing these things. And that's going to be, in, in the way I like to describe it, brought down to, at least in my layman's terms, where I can digest it, and hopefully others, in the new book I'm writing, because again, it's hard to wrap your head around that because I can put myself back in the, we'll say the early years where I'm, I'm like, 
what the heck this shape does that and then how do you use it i'm like in what order or am i is there an order or you know you can spin that stuff in your head for years um so because i found myself in that space ending up in confusion and not really knowing how to use the tools or containers as i now understand them i'm going to bring that back around and again describe it to where um us average people and we all are it's it can, I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, you know, we all don't get to spend 20 years in college learning big physics um, understandings and things. We needed to have, um, be more layman's terms. So that will be in the book as well um, and some ways to use those. Okay, great. Um, you were mentioning these um, equipment for the eyes where you can see auras and, and that uh, these are, you said they brought them back. Is that something we can buy? Because I, I was thinking of something like uh, that movie They Live with um, that wrestler Roddy Piper where he puts it on and then you kind of see the aliens or what the advertising messages say. Um, looking right are now. there any like variations of those or um, like where we could buy them or take I'm a look at them? Like a, here we go. Dick, yeah? Uh, yeah, I'm finding I'm going to get you the name and there's one company doing them. Um, and there, and I'm gonna spell it out. They're on. They're on. I had pre-order them. Is what I had to do. Don't go jumping on eBay as I just did. Not not on eBay, but that's what came up um, when I give you this name. Looking for, and I'm gonna try and find out where I ordered them too. But I'm, again, I'm not saying that's the place you gotta go. So what they're called is. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm gonna butcher this. Uh, Dysianin, so I'm gonna spell it. And they're called aura goggles. You know, you can Google aura goggles, but D-I-C-Y-A-N-I-N. -I -N, and then I would type in aura goggles. Dysianin, I don't know. So whatever, however you pronounce that. Um, and again, I'm looking through my emails here. If I, if I come across the company I got them from, um, again, I wouldn't go to, eBay, I'm looking for pre-order here, but those are the goggles and they will be like a reddish hue sort of deal. Again, they'll, if you get the right one, oh, they're, they're okay. You can find the old ones. Maybe you're going to spend hundreds of dollars on them. The originals from, I don't know, it was a fifties or something. Um, so again, they look like completely, uh, probably round. I'm going to call them steampunk, which means I guess they're all flight goggles. I don't really know. But that's what they look like with the whole rubber strap that goes around your head, sort of like old dive goggles um, with the film inside of it. And they're dicyanin. So, um, and I haven't found that yet. So we can jump on whatever you guys want. But if I find that link, I'll share. So when I was, oh, I didn't finish. Sorry. I didn't finish. The, you can look online. You can find them in different auction sites. Just that, the originals in the original box, um, they're, I don't know, they're, Three, four hundred dollars for those or other. The ones I pre-ordered here, literally just last week, um, that are going to be released in I think three days, um, were maybe two hundred dollars. And when I when I bring stuff like that in, um, it's to be brought in in the class. And I'll put cameras in front of it, so you guys will see online. By the way, I'll shove it right up to a cell phone or any other camera, all sorts of trinkets, and what and you will see. Um, and we'll walk around mystical wares, and we're, I've already got this. I wasn't going to talk about it, but clearly I am. We're going to do that with these goggles when they arrive. Um, so it's not just an in-store thing, but yes, in-store. And when we have a class on these various aura widgets I have, um, you, you got to put them on and try them. But 
you're going to try them anyway because I'm going to go sit in the crazy copper pyramids we got, um, put the aura goggles in front of the cameras and show you guys the difference and then see if, well, hey, maybe we'll start flinging some energies and see if we can get stuff to happen. So I'm all about that stuff is what I'm getting at. Um, and I'll keep you guys updated as I get it and, and I do it. Yeah, part of my um, asking about it is um, if there's a way to differentiate people who got recent injections versus those who don't in as much as like a lot of this stuff is now in the food air and water but um those who specifically got shots they're um they're radiating certain um emf frequencies like the bluetooth thing has been uh pretty well known um because part of it is what was it um this this researcher or former blackrock guy edward dad was talking about that <clears throat> using uh, U.S. Labor of Statistics, um, last week he was interviewed, that we're in a pandemic of the vaccinated that's three to four times worse than 2020. And of course, a lot of people being injured. So um, people can look up that interview for the exact data. But is that something that those goggles can do? If not, then um, obviously you always, we always want to have Shungite on. Uh, like I recently bought <clears throat> your Cosmic Silver uh, rock and I'm glad you sent me the big one because I, I lose those things um, here and there sometimes but um, yeah so that that question and what would you recommend being around these kind of people oh I wanted to add to that is because um so there's this this uh, this podcast and, and I think they do video also uh, diamond and silk so one of them recently died and a lot of people thought it's because she got the shots that she in their media group um to be to have the show you have to have the shot but it was recently revealed that um she had um like a blood condition years ago that recently came back because of the transfection thing from people so this shedding thing i mean uh, we people who like you and uh those who read up on health stuff know that all all vaccines all shots do this not just the recent ones so um yeah so uh your recommendation of because uh, i know the goggles are pretty pricey but um <clears throat> what else we can do to visually uh see or i know there's like a bluetooth app people can get to measure people around them um and like what would you use recommend for armor layering whether free or in your store I don't know of anything to tell. I haven't even tried the. I have no idea if the goggles will show anything or not regarding uh, the difference of someone that's you know had a um, some kind of ejection or or not. I mean, I've had so no no vaccines or anything since military forced ones, um, and that's how many years ago. And I've had a whole lot more than the average soldier on that. Some of that gets put into the book as well. Um, everybody doesn't get four polio vaccines at the same time. Um, and that was the thing. So and I'm also telling you, I'm not exactly limited. I'm not a real patient guy, meaning I don't allow a thought in my head to run around going, oh, damn, I took four polio vaccines. I don't have access to my third eye. Nope, not a thing with me. I came back around, came at it knowing, well, that's right. Polio vaccine, wait, that's an energy thing, huh? I have effect on energy. And I just kind of unraveled the, uh, the energy issue from there and and came out the other end with no problems so and 
any point, anybody can take care of issues. It just depends on your understanding level. Um, and again, that that unravels into huge stuff that I won't get into right now. Um, so nobody's, it's never too late or somebody held you down and gave you the shot. You're, it's over, you're done. You're never going to be, the, no BS. I've seen everything completely revert. And that means people in front of me um, in sessions, you just have to get them to think and feel a certain way. And then that I always spin the whatever I'm putting out at the time differently for each person, depending on what their guides are saying to me, to get them in that space, as I mentioned. And then they release that song from their playlist, we'll call it. And it's not a thing anymore. So I don't know. The, the fix is, I mean, there's, I've found just there's a, a million ways. It's not like, where, where's that one way? No, don't know. First of all, let's not, and you're not doing this, but let's all stay out of fear. Know that we technically don't need anything, but sometimes, for example, yeah, picking up a pendulum might might be helpful to work the energies if you're, you know, clear sentience isn't that clear at that moment. So there's always other ways. So it's really just knowing that you're not stuck um, and make that decision. And, you know, and in some some areas, you know, they like to call it miracles. And that was just the person making the energy decision or the placebo effect. If you're in other circles, the science ones, either way, it's an energy thing. Um, and the person is doing it themselves. So really, like I said, they just have to get to that understanding, go, oh, well, it's not a thing you can. And it's proven fact. And when I'm going to with all that, that you can and you all know it already, you know, talk to your plant talk to your food either way and that plant's going to grow exponentially in size compared to the one that you gave some attitude toward the same thing on your food and water the nutrients won't be absorbed to the levels they would be if you appreciated your food or water of course homeopathy structured water shungite water same thing um so it's the person's understanding that really would limit them um i know that's not the response you were looking for but i would not not that you were you know expecting something but i always have to say so if i was that um I would always know, or meaning in that spot where, let's say I, I was forced vaccinated for this out of the other vaccine. Hey, I don't care. I would know, again, like I said, nope, I'm an energy being. That's not me, and I'm already healed. And then have fun with that in your imagination any way you want to, because the overall uh, intent is that you are already healed, not healing. Um, and then, yeah, stop adding on the physical level and metaphysical so don't have bad thoughts don't sit around in negative energies and then physically don't just eat from a bag of m&ms all day so all aspects and i'm having fun with it but all aspects of life you got to pay attention to so again if you're in stress anxiety depression get the heck out of it however you can do that and then physically because it is a vehicle that you're perceiving part of your reality from and your gut and glands are part of that antenna connection don't eat metals on however you can research and figure out that those are getting into your body and or chemicals and things like that. That's why that's important. It's not because, oh, it puts on weight. No. Imagine the weight that stuff puts on your energy body that restricts you. That's what it does. So I guess that's all on that for now. So um, <clears throat> in det detailing that, so um, when people do sessions with you, uh, would you say that you're with their help, of course, that any um, effects of the recent shots, you're, it's able to be reversed or back to, to the person's original oh, blueprint before? 100%. 100%. The guy, I'll, I'll even give you the tail. What do we got? A couple minutes here. Uh, and remember, I like to go quickly. So I get to literally, and it's, 
don't know why. I get to look off to the right of the person. I get a whole etheric vision there. So long story short, whoever came in metaphysically, again, we just use the term guides, with that client that had the shot and wants to um, heal themselves from it, they'll sit down and, you know, let's just go with the in-person session. And it doesn't matter if it's in-person or not. It can be remote. They'll sit down on the couch and I'll get the visual. And with the guide and I, we'll get use combine our imagine our understandings of containers and stuff like that again that snowballs out um see the person in that again i use the terms we all know here i think that buckyball of love and already healed and perfect whatever that is for them and i don't just have to sit there and say well then your muscles need to be this big your back blah blah, blah. no the perfect you in the here and now and then just think love and then i feel the big welling up of emotion energy and that's a frequency field Guy does their thing. I'll just leave it like that for now because it's too hard to describe a whole team because it's a team effort. And then all we got to do, and then I'm just the, the crazy guy who's kind of down here on 3D level trying to get the human to, to get into a certain state and realize the other one. And then all of a sudden, and it can happen in a snap like that, or sometimes I have to get them thinking a certain way, but they will, I don't know, I guess... <laughs> step into and they kind of do it visually too that perfect self which changes the aura and then the body matches that just like the whole you know your skin cells have replaced themselves after seven years why would you have a scar i've talked about that uh don't it's instant your physical body will match your energy one it's not the opposite um and then but and you have to really think about that because it's 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 a it's multi-layered thing um so, and then we're getting close to the break. So I don't know if I should continue or break, Nancy. My clock's a little off. We got three minutes, right? Okay. Uh, was there anything else you... Again, I talk about so much. It's hard for me to even know. I'm just being honest. To know like, oh, shoot, what was the direction we even got started on that one? Because I get into a certain concept and talk about it. Um, so... Yeah, it was initially um, um, bringing someone back to their original blueprint okay. it's not necessarily with the shots but there's just so much in the environment like um mm -hmm. you know the, the shedding transfection thing and then uh you got it, the cell towers everywhere so just the default of bringing somebody back to their blueprint and and their original um even bef before they got their shots as a baby or something you know like it's really so it's nothing you have to do Nobody has to do anything. It's not your third jar of shung, and you're not saying any of this. Third jar of shungite honey, you know, that that level five yoga pose, whatever. It's a thing we each realize in our head, and that's literally just sitting down having a thought. And I'm not going to tell you how to think. It's just coming to the understanding or comprehension or conclusion that that's energy stuff. And I can just go and throw some physics comments out here that it, and you probably all already know this, but it's been uh, I'll just say scientifically proven again on the whole water that we with our imagination and emotions affect the physical stuff and I'm pointing at a glass of water that nobody sees me pointing at here well we're I don't know 80 something percent water ourselves depending on how dehydrated we are that is literally programmable your thoughts and emotions. you don't need any more ingredients you don't need any secret mystery school recipes or gurus to explain it it's to having the aha or oh shit moment going I can absolutely do that. And that is what it is. And it happens. And I'll just tell you, maybe that's not the only way, but that's how I did it. Everything from falling off cliffs and getting injured where I'm not going to survive if I don't have this miracle at the moment or energy healing and doing it. 
I'm going to have to pause now because I think we're at the top of the hour, aren't we, Nancy? Yes, sir, we are. I guess we'll take a break and we'll be right back. And welcome back to Shungite Reality. It is March 28th, 2023. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is uh, Derek Condit and Mark Joseph. You guys are back, yes? I am. Yes. Okay. Mark, you had other questions, yes? Yeah. Um, uh, do we have any continuation, Derek, from, from anything in the, in the last hour? Yeah, I think we're good. Um, <clears throat> what was I going to ask? Just 
Um, let's see. Oh, so when you're talking about these abilities we all have, um, <clears throat> what are the number of those other than our five senses, or is it just extensions of our five senses? What are the other abilities? And do you because there's I, I hear all these names, but is there anything uh, certain ones you want to focus on and, and describe that we were able to do? Or um, what is the uh, like? Is, is there a list somewhere of like these are all the things we can do? That that's like um, okay. ex extrasensory perception, you know. Okay. Um, first thing, if I knew of a list like that, I'd probably delete it and erase it because that would be a limiting thing to somebody like me. That'd be saying like, and you're not, again, you're not doing this kind of thing, but from my perspective, so I push out there, I'd say, nope, there's no, there's no cookbook. Anybody needs to know the certain recipes in. So now I'm going to bring it back around. What I would suggest is people have the realization or think about their their chakras and i didn't say seven chakras or energy centers um as their metaphysical senses you know like their physical senses of course sight taste smell touch sound all those are how you perceive physical reality and they blend by the way um same and that's why i'm saying there's not just a one sense thing so when you're eating food there's more taste buds in your nose and your mouth and more smell buds in your mouth and your nose that's a thing with humans but we don't think about it um but that is so same thing metaphysically we're not just psychic or clairvoyant or clairaudient or this that and the other and if we come at it like that thinking about it that way just open to like we don't think about food well i'm gonna smell this piece of food and then taste it i mean some people do i guess but good luck on separating those senses you're gonna perceive them all at once and that's the good part you don't just listen to you know one instrument in a song so what i'm saying is be open to perceiving more and then go at it as if your aura is just another part of you and of course it is and that you're you're wanting to perceive and that can come in differently because some people can feel colors or and i can smell colors so that's a thing and i can go about 50 more different um, descriptions like that and many of us have heard those things so i would suggest people just be open to perceive and that's a thought in your head I would say okay well i'm open to perceiving and you can reword that however you want but you know open to perceiving more whatever's best for me and then you know get the heck out of your own way quit limiting yourself whoever that is and use your own thoughts and then that stuff will start happening so if you want to chat with uh, your spirit guide and all of a sudden you feel a little twitch on your leg like somebody's touching you but you're not hearing anything <laughs> start that way take the the little you know twitch on your leg or whatever or the the feeling the perception the <clears throat> excuse me goosebump or however you felt it um as like an etheric sign language and then in that case i would get into the channel you can say it or station of what we call imagination that's the psychic station as well by the way if we think about radios everybody says your imagination is fake and blah 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 well no it's not it's on the same frequency level is the best way I can describe it. Because when I look at people and get them to do the whole imagination thing or psychic thing, it comes in on, uh, I like the term, the country music station, the good stuff. So um, that, that's, that's what I would suggest is, <clears throat> so then, I mean, I'll bring it back around so we can actually have something to use. But I, I wanted the, the bigger understanding to, to come across it. Don't expect to all of a sudden 
no matter how much energy focus you put on your ears, you may not hear your guide. You may imagine them and you go, oh, that was just me in my head. No, it wasn't. Relax, go with it, see where it goes, your thoughts and imagination, which is a channel, see where the song goes, and then you'll pick up on more. So that's how I did it. Again, I don't know if that's, maybe there is some magic yoga pose, and I've been making fun of that for years now, and you know, I just don't know. But the way I did it was going out like that, um, just getting in the gym, living, lifting heavy objects, doing the metaphysical stuff. And all of a sudden I looked down and realized I had muscles, even though I didn't get on that specific machine for that specific muscle, you can go at it differently. Um, uh, so yeah, the, but again, that brings us back to the last question too. The whole, there is an aspect to it physically. You gotta watch the EMF that, you know, don't sit right on top of your routers, have them under your desk, I mean. Um, I wouldn't walk around with, you know, I wouldn't walk around with smartwatches on. I don't. Um, you know, do the to the degree you can. Good luck on avoiding energies or Wi-Fi's. I don't care if yours is unplugged. Your neighbor has one, and twenty others do too. Or you're going to drive through them on the way to A to B. Don't go into fear of that. Meaning, get out of your own way. Know that you're an, an energetic badass, and that's not affecting you. And literally, just knowing that in your head stops it from affecting you. So that's how I would do something like that. Um, and then in that state, as you maintain that state, knowing that you are armored and that's not getting to you, well, and then you start literally energetically healing, physically healing, um, things like that. So I hope that, you know. Yeah. Um, so when you were describing those things, can one's guide or guides be their past, future, or parallel selves, like another version of them? Um, helping themselves that's a good question that's absolutely how it goes um i can see people's they, they you know it's often called past lives it's concurrent lives everything happens at once um so i look kind of oh, and again i don't know why the spatial i guess maybe keep stuff separate for me i don't know i'll figure that out um because i'm just that ocd but when i look above somebody i get their concurrent lives again what they typically would call their past lives not everybody but that understanding is coming around sometimes when i see that other um, and it'll be usually a heightened life that there's some info from or something like that. And sometimes, not always though, sometimes that version of themselves looks at, literally turns around and looks at me and acknowledges me or starts chit-chatting. That I eventually figured out, turned around, oh, they were psychically or, you know, metaphysically aware in that life. And some woo-woo guy from who knows where, me, you know, remoted in and that's, and they picked up on it. And, but not always. Sometimes I'll do it and they're just there, got their head in the book, doing their thing, and I'll then talk to the client in front of me about that life where, oh, you're doing research in teas and tinctures or, you know, who the heck knows what. It's, it's been everything. Um, but that's typically how that goes. Now, okay. what did that tie into? Because we're probably back to where I forgot what you were originally talking to me about. Anyway. It's just another um... – <clears throat> depth oh. or dimensionality to when when you're doing sessions and uh w with people d giving them an idea uh, a structure of, of what goes on um so with that like when when you're doing uh sessions or using scalar machine or even um sasquatch or or your guys other people's guys do, do some of them end up using shungite or anything in your store to enhance uh the session or um even in in one zone like when they're talking to you 
and oh yeah, the the Shanghai did help, or this thing in your store in terms of like not not even if you're if you're working with them, but then they just shared with you like um, the guides had said that yeah, using this had helped in your from from your store. You you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I get. I think I get where you're going. Um, and then as far as well, for example, in the part of that where we're talking about stuff used in the store during sessions, that's every single session, especially because I'm in my um, my in mystical wares office when I do the sessions almost always. But even here, I'm looking around and unbelievable stuff around me, of course, having mystical wares. So that makes its way to my house um, where I just happen to be doing the podcast this morning for for various reasons. But no, typically I'm at the store and yeah, the. Rocks and crystals are the massive, just, I don't know, thousand point Lemurian crystal cluster, which think a boosted antenna. I didn't say a certain frequency, but um, a high def antenna added to the radio. I, I, I never, I haven't thought about these things to try to describe them. So again, it comes down in weird descriptions um, from tower crystal points to who knows what. There's even a massive blue, I don't know, at least a hundred pound, straight up blue quartz crystal sphere sitting up in there. I mean, we get an image of that sometime. All kinds of things. It goes on and on, probably hundreds. And those are the ingredients that the guides and I and the, the person in front of me, depending on their their um, awareness level at the time, will use. Because I have a little bowl down in front of the people in person with a, a, a type of copper called gaspiite. It's very rare usually a bright green it's usually found up in canada or australia it's not the typical brassy gold looking copper and it's gaspiites like i said well think of the name so it ties and has the same frequency as gas oh i never say that word right your gastrointestinal <laughs> however you say that word your intest your those energies down there um and when they and they're led to by the guide usually they go oh i just didn't know why i meant to grab it and they'll put it right by their tummy and all of a sudden, literally on even the physical level, their stomach, will, their, stomach, their tummy will start moving and churning. I should probably slow down a little. And they'll feel the, and then energetically, the just big pulses of energies. And of course, that pro person probably had a, a digestive issue or, you know, a pre or pro probiotic um, issue, meaning not enough or too much or whatever. Um, and yeah, so then they're led to use those those things that are in the office and or remotely on a session, Mark, all eyeball, nobody can see it because it's under the monitor, so kind of under the view of the camera, but I'll reach up. I have a little silver bar in there. I have a literally a piece of the uh, the Giza pyramid somebody brought back for me to uh, just lots of things and places. And the guides will, it's almost always before the session, have me take out the whatever's going to be involved for that person. Some get used almost never, um, and sometimes some are used more often than not, um, and I never know. So they get, yeah, and then the results of some of these, and I mentioned it before, actually we had some, our jewelry suppliers, wholesalers show up, they come in from Colorado and bring us our polished rock and gem jewelry, um, which is going to be, you know, earrings, a lot of rings mostly, and they give me a Peter Sight ring. And I think I mentioned this to someone somewhere, maybe Nancy at one point, but it's not the only trinket, but this is one that it happened to. During a session, all the color got pulled out of it instantaneously. Not slowly, it was just yanked and actually turned it completely um, translucent. There's still patchy stuff in there, but you can see through the stuff that's, you can't, it's be like all of a sudden a chunk of 
uh, shun guide always being be sometimes being transparent, um, and that's happened. And other more often, it's um, quartz crystals that go from smoky to instant clear quartz. Not just oh, it's now a little bit less. No, completely crystal clear. Or Washington serpentine, it's also known as healerite, for an interesting reason. Grab a chunk of that, use that for healing. That was an energy attachment thing. It turned it from, I don't know, I can just get the idea, really just pretty subtle light green, I don't know, like a light lawn color, I guess, um, to just a, a putrid yellow grayish color, instantaneous. Um, and that energy or frequency was used during the session. And that's why I have, again, so many ingredients in the office and they get taken out or oh, we've had stuff that would just get straight up thrown in the river. Um, if it's that way, and I think that was actually one of them, um, because there, I just, I'm not going to like, you know, trying some things you just need to replace your gloves, we'll just say, um, or your ingredients. So that was a long explanation. But yeah, lots of stuff gets used. And then on the second half, you asked about, you know, maybe maybe what the customers had mentioned, they've got guidance to use or do. And yes, all the time I get that. And more often than not, especially lately, it's the cosmic silver stuff. They're like, I just saw the picture and that's them getting a etheric hint or, um, you know, a, a synchronicity or breadcrumb, you know, suggestion to maybe that's a thing. And then they'll look at that and, or if they're in the store, they'll just be led to those bracelets. And sometimes that I've seen it where they made out, maybe the tag had been taken off. So they weren't marked as cosmic, but people knew the difference compared to just regular Shungite. And that's not minimizing Shungite by any means, because that's my first go to. But sometimes they are led to the cosmic stuff um, for, you know, I don't, don't want to use extra strength, but, you know, you, you got to talk about these things somehow. Um, and the same with the chiropractors. They'll go to the cosmic shungite pendants, um, sh cosmic silver shungite pendants. I think some spin of those words. Uh, we've switched it a few times. And or which is basically the same thing in the shungite rubber, because we take the same ingredients as silver and shungite powder and you know integrated in that that rubber blend and then you can use that too so all of those work you know similar if you if you realize it all right cool um is is there any uh testimonials worth sharing from from recent uh uh sessions or even in the store people sharing like hey this helped with that um even newer stuff or or uh, stuff you regularly carry um yeah and that's something i was babbling about just a moment ago it was good for the energy attachment stuff but the physical stuff um and then it's always a blend and a, a play of words on that too but it's just, it's never separate um the shungite honey is really a big excuse me i'll throw this here um is really the, the one that and that's used internally and externally both um, cause you can apply it topically and I'm not just talking about in an open wound, putting the Shungite honey and yes, I would do that. Um, you know, just tapping your finger in it, getting a couple drops, um, and putting some right there on your, your, where I told you put some for your third eye earlier, um, where you put that, that skin balm or skin cream, either one of those work well. Um, and then actually again, the whole 26 second thing we've talked about where anything on your skin can be found in your blood bloodstream within uh, 26 seconds well that that uh, that means the shungai honey and the enzymes the good stuff as well and energies of course it's instant um i'm just saying that's when they picked up on the particles of and i'm gonna throw this the other way of the bad stuff we touch too and let's say oh cast iron pan you pick up 
um, things like that. And there's, you know, aluminum. There's just so many horrible things out there that gets in our system that, that can muck with us is why I brought all that up. So other things not shungite related would be the um, the zeolite or bentonite clays, not liquid form, that people could take for heavy metal detox. And that can all be, you know, online research. Just put that in the search engine, look into it. Your doctors will recommend it um, for one thing or another too. I like the zeolite for its nanoparticle size. It passes that blood-brain barrier and you can get the toxins and, and metals out of your glands and, and further than just your gut um, as, as uh, bentonite clay does. So and anyway, you can put your feet in it too. I don't know if you've talked about that. You can get these clays, mix up a little foot bath and get some warm water, stick them in there, and it's going to pull all kinds of stuff out as well. Of, And I'm, I'm talking energy. So I'm always talking energy and physically too, of course, but from my perspective, energy is more important. Um, so, cause that's an energy detox tool, the zeolite clay I'm saying as well. Um, and know that when you're doing it, that's the other aspect, know these things energy wise. So don't just jump in a salt bath and check off your psychic checklist for that day. And you, you, you did that, you didn't have any, no, do your imagination, your healing, your energy work, <clears throat> your focus while you're in that high energy environment. Um, and you get, you know, better results. It's like trying to cook in the garage on camping gear when you can be in the kitchen. If you're going to be in the kitchen, cook while you're in there. So do your metaphysical stuff while you're in the, the salt bath or hugging that tree or great state of being in your mind. If all of a sudden you're just smiling for no reason while you're driving down the highway, take advantage of that. I sure do. Because, um, you know, those are great moments. So think of that individual or loved one or or the person struggling you just saw here, there, wherever and get involved. And that's using your metaphysical muscles and they will get stronger just by doing that. And you didn't follow a set recipe. Um, I don't know. We can go wherever you guys want. Nancy, do we have, and we can keep going wherever you guys want, but before I, you know, I battled too long, was there something else we didn't get to that we talked about? What just happened to Skype? It turned. Oh, that's my fault. I, instead of unmuting, I, I put video. I don't know how to turn that on. Oh, <laughs> all of a sudden it changed colors. I'm like, what the heck just happened? <laughs> Yeah, and I, I have the the um, my camera uh, scotch taped over. So, oh, funny. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was thinking, like, you know, because I didn't ask. I think we had just had St. Patrick's um, a couple weekends ago. It would have been a good question with some of the stories. I know you shared the one with, and I don't know if it's worth retelling the um, Shungite moonshine, and then that uh, uh, if you, if you have any kind of Shungite in your alcohol, that it will not make the person get their buzz and then even um what was i gonna yeah i guess that let's go with that as far as um if people are are taking an alcohol that shungai is not a good idea to have because the thing is like these these some of these things have glyphosate and other other chemicals right so and 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 like i was gonna say wheat but uh what, what's the general consensus or recommendation for that where you know i want to clean their, uh, their their food or drink um, but you can't do that because it'll it'll take away that effect with the alcohol right often it does because that that energy or frequency there is not 
in alignment with the person. So here I have a client that mentioned this to me about a week ago. What she did was let's just and I'm going to twist the story again. So no, nothing's ever applied or directly um, word for word. Let's just say there was a, an, a party at their house. They were having family and friends over or something. And there was a big old and it wasn't exactly like this. Like I said, a big old punch bowl, let's just say. Um, and they wanted to limit the amount of or the proof is one way of describing it of the alcohol. So everybody, by the time they got the end of the night, wasn't too sloshed. Threw some shungite water beads in there. What it does, it's not like instantaneously it didn't turn it down to zero proof. What it did was affect the energy signature of that liquid, think homeopathy, um, made it more, more in alignment for whoever went and got it. So they took off, they took off, they took off the forced, oh geez, this is so difficult, songs. So when let's say Uncle Bob, so let's say it was a family reunion, and it wasn't, walked up there, got his punch. He would only have the frequencies, and yes, it's a frequency thing from everything we eat and drink and consume, that were in alignment with him. So if he wasn't to get more drunk, his would have less proof. He, you know, he wouldn't know it because it's coming from the same punch bowl. To where if that was less of an issue for, you know, cousin Jimmy, maybe then it wouldn't have much effect. Or maybe he jimmy's energy field is i'll just i'm again i'm making this this part of the story up completely was so negative because he'd just been in in a, a bad state of being for a while so he's holding that state himself well then he's still gonna have a lot of that energy signature of the alcohol to the punch anyway so i again i have to i can't just say well those shanghai and it's boom instant um near beer no it's it it differs and i so i always have to try and explain more um but long story short yeah you can throw a so I'm going to get water beads in there or, again, whatever scenario you got. And it's going to, more often than not, tone down the alcohol because, you know, I'm not saying, oh, don't ever drink alcohol. I'm not telling anybody anything what to do. I'm just saying when those energy, like any other energy, are taken to an extreme, just like oxygen is toxic, if it's too much oxygen for us humans, that's a thing. Any the the frequencies that align with alcohol and other things, if they're taken to extreme, yeah, you can say alcohol isn't this, that, and the other, or any, even if it's not that, a one-night binge, they're out of alignment for us. So, wow, I hit way too many layers. That's why I have to do the book. Um, <laughs> so I can give it in bite-sized pieces and then kind of, you know, say this applies to that. Um, so... Yeah, I don't know. That's a story, Mark. And there's a lot of others where, yes, they've or their husband, and yeah, it's usually the guy um, that that they're trying to have an effect on um, or or tone down his his drink or something. So they'll run it through um, his. I don't know. Let's just say he's having a rum and coke. Well, they're gonna put some shungite ice in there. They'll freeze the ice with shungite water. So shungite ice cube. I don't know if I've ever talked about this. Shungite ice cubes. And we all know Emoto, come on. So, yep, those little ice cubes are full of love frequency dropped in there. And that does have an effect on the, in this example, the rum and coke or your lemonade. If I was setting up a little lemonade stand, I'd sure be using Shungite ice cubes and or Shungite water, of course. Because think about how many guides, if these people are driving by your little lemonade stand or whatever you're doing, are going to say, you know, because that's their one chance to have access often. You know, unless they walk into Mr. Ware's Shungite water or listen to us on a podcast. So they're going to be led. Oh, cute little girl or boy. I just got to help them and support them. Fine. That's the 3D scenario. But your guy just got you to drink that living lemonade or, you know, I, I'm just running with these scenarios because you can spin it any way. 
But these are the ways I like to teach people to think. So don't just think, you know, your, your water in front of you, it can do different, you can use it in different ways um, and it'll have an effect. Right, great, thank you. Um, Dolly's saying something about the sound in, in the chat room. Is there any? Uh... I just spotted that too. Yeah, can somebody else in chat let us know if you can hear me or there's just been a whole lot of dead space the last hour. Um, but we can continue, Mark, until we know for sure. Uh, there we go. She had to refresh. Okay, because um, it did drop out, but I thought it was back. So yeah, okay, good. Anytime that happens to anybody for any reason, just hit refresh on your browser um, and typically like rebooting your computer, that'll take care of a lot of issues. Um, and if not, then we're probably gonna talk about it and figure it out. Yeah, that goes with the cell phone too. If, if somebody downloaded the show and then like it, it's being oh, funky. I got, um, I got an announcement real quick, Mark. Sorry to cut yeah. you off because <laughs> let 10 seconds pass by and I'm on the new thing. So I wrote it down here, um, but this is a big announcement. There's gonna be lots of videos, chats, podcasts done on this. Um, and I'll say as much as I can now, um, I'll be relocating. So I'll be living in, I've been in just temporary residence, um, a new location. And again, I'll get further into details later. So I'm not like keeping big dark secrets from anybody. It's just, it's, there's a time and place where I will be able and have the room to start however many I want new Shanghai beehives of all different types and, and setups and going to do again, a video. So now I'm not restricted to having to go to some other apiary in some other city or location or land because of limitations or again have a restricted beehive because of maybe um hoa or homeowners association issues or limitations you know or neighbors you know stuff so what i'm getting at shanghai beehives are going to be ramped up big time this spring um very soon I'm already going to start getting the parts and pieces together, make the videos of me actually showing you dumping the powder in the paint and blend the whole deal, everything we've talked about. And then it will go up on videos and an expanded Shanghai Beehives webpage, which is already on mysticores.com. Um, and then again, just just get more into that and, and other uses because I've been limited on the uses of Shanghai because I haven't had you know beehives directly where i could just walk out and access them anytime anywhere at certain um when things happen times of year or or whatever um certain and here's what i'm getting at certain alignments of the planets and suns all of that's legit of course everybody listening here knows that and i'm just making fun of it but that's a thing too that directly affects the bees and or the shungite so i want to get into those other layers as well and get into that so that's what this will allow me to do um so that should be a lot of fun doing the bee and different types of beehives, not just the uh, Langstroth or the box ones as um, typically we visualize sitting out in the field um, and they're, they're often white, but there's top bar hives. I, I'm, I have the, I'll have the land where I have um, the trees and they're already fallen. So I'm not chopping down any trees or anything to where I can potentially carve into one and make a hexagon shaped, um, log hive and they go by different names at certain angles and the bees will um go in there and we'll, we'll make that a shungite one as well um but yeah so that that was the exciting news at least i thought it was exciting that i wanted to announce yeah for sure well, thank it's, you thank you yeah that is exciting yeah since we're talking about bees there's um 
let me see what I was going to ask. There was a story you shared. I don't remember if it was the power line tower or cell tower where you were communicating with them that it was okay to build a hive on one of those things, or, or was there more than one instance of that? Wait, wait, wait. There, somebody was building a hive, you said, on it? You were, you were talking to these bees, uh, or I think it was, and, um, and that it was okay to build a hive on either a power line tower or a cell tower, and they were able to function just fine. Oh, yeah. That. Yeah, well, they've cotton. Uh, I wouldn't say go do it, but they have done it, and they've uh, beehives gone around. I mean, there's there's no cell phone. I mean, okay, I gotta watch that too. So, bees, a beehive, so a colony of bees, with that many involved, and when you pass it over to humans, they'll give you and don't sit on this number, anybody, but they'll say eight thousand humans focusing on the same thing it does not have to be that many. Um, will change reality. It can be one, by the way, and then the more so. Back to the story. When a colony, and a, I don't know, a healthy beehive colony can be around 50,000 bees. Again, not a number thing. But they hold such a state or space that they're holding most of their space or state and selves in the metaphysical aspects of reality, not in that place of the harmful frequencies zapping them on 3D. So, And people can do it too. Um, when they, again, choose to perceive more of the reality through their, I would be armored first as well, um, through their metaphysical state of being, then less of the physical stuff can affect you. And from that state, again, it's tough things to talk about. You can do the instant healings and things. Again, bees know this. So they simply put less attention or focus, in our words, on that those frequency levels and it affects some less just like us if we walk into somewhere and i let's say i hear some song playing in the background i don't like well quit focusing on it fool and it'll affect me less and if i keep focusing on it i'm gonna get a little upset i'm gonna get heightened my blood pressure oh my gosh that song that's just frequency just affected me physically now so again all those layers of reality matter and the bees again innately know that so they just kind of uh you know i don't know block out phase out you know whatever you want to say a lot of that stuff so they can get away with it but again that doesn't mean you want to you know put yourself in that state if you uh, intentionally but yeah there are stories where beehives are caught on there they're they're everywhere they've been up against transformers and all kind they don't want they don't often tend to and there's probably a bigger reason for it and that's where if all of a sudden I saw a colony doing that. I'd chit chat with the, the 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 whole of the colony. We'll say it's not like you zoom in on the queen bee. You can, but the whole of the colony and say, well, you know, what the heck are you doing around that power line? You know, there's a tree a hundred feet away, and they'll say, huh, maybe we're kind of offsetting the harm it's doing to other things. So think playing a really strong love song in the energy field of that tower. That's a thing too. Kind of like a shungite gridding. Bees aren't going to exactly, well, they do when they get the powder on their legs. But that's another way of gridding, and the bees do it themselves. And they'll be through nature doing that, too. I don't know if that's ever been talked about, but they'll actually choose certain trees, certain areas. And it's not just along the rivers. Often it is um, because they're going energy. But they'll they'll place grids or colonies, or they'll build grids out of their colonies, Um in, in forest for the energy and then yeah of course on the physical aspect you're going to fly around and pollinate this that and the other but that's not going to grow a tree the colony being in that area playing that loud love song or frequency helps that tree grow or forest so anyway there's lots of levels to that too 
I never know where to stop on that stuff and what to describe or <laughs> so. No, it's great. Um, there's another addition to that where uh, you guys shared stories about bee teleportation. I know there was a thing where um, your bee showed up in, in Nancy's yard or something like that. Uh, is there any other instance where, or maybe you have some cool stories of, of that happening and, and were they Shungite bees or does it even necessitate to, for them to be Shungite bees to do that or do they usually do that? Oh, I think bees have always done that. I know they have. Um, uh, well, other animals can do that too. Um, there's there's tendency, energy tendencies, um, and that means forms of life as well that happen on planets, um, and the bees are one of them. And sometimes they'll be that's all they'll be seeded. You don't have to have some ET ship do a drive by and throw a bag of bees out the window, and that planet's been you know chummed with bees now. That certain energies need to be in the environment, and all of a sudden that life form will start to happen. That happens with plants too. And actually, they've scientifically proven shown certain dogs, cats, bees, other things. Well, all of a sudden there was this wait, that's a prehistoric type. It just came in from nowhere. Well, that happens. It depends on the energy, the available energies in the environment. Um, uh, shoot, what were you just saying again? Because I, <laughs> this is a bad day for that. It was just a general um, take on on bee teleportation or oh, any kind so, of updates on that. Um, yeah, I have seen that done. Some of my bees do, so they'll swarm. Oh, okay. And there's a video of this. Um, it's going to be hard to actually say, bam, that one's gone. But there's a video of a swarm, and Nancy's talked about it before, and we played it. And I think any swarm does this. They'll go up in there. So think bees a supersedure or a splitting of a hive. They'll swarm, they'll go up in the air. Just think tens of thousands of bees everywhere. Looks like a cloud. Well, they're not flying around randomly. They're not bumping into each other for a reason. And they don't have little maps. So they're following certain energies and it's, they're making a little vortex. And some of them will pop out of existence and go different places. So the colony will spread metaphysically and physically by going finding a new home. But it's not, so it's, it's always a, a, a I don't know, a percentage thing, I guess you'd say, on that case. Um, so, yeah, they'll, they'll reseed or locate or swarm etherically to new locations. I don't mean swarm. Remember, swarm's not a bad thing. That just means going up in flight. Whole, and we talked about this, too, in this science fact about not, not just a cat's purr, but a bee's buzz has the frequency, not the sound, but the frequency of what can, you know, you can call it love. That, that love energy or source. And that's what they do is they they play that. And then uh, that's, you know, they, I don't know, trans, they transfer over there, you know, it's different. And they're transferring other bodies, by the way, too. So other bees. So if they need more bees and um, jump between cells. So when, I don't know if anybody's talked about that, but bees, when they're in the honeycomb, not honeycomb, but the brood comb. So the bees wax cells, some are for honey, some are for brood babies shape of a hexagon and when that's sealed up that's a little i like to make fun of it in my head it's a little time machine although there's no time um it's a little oh what was that show my daughter watched it doesn't matter the guy who got in the everybody's gonna make fun of me because i'm old the telephone booth doctor who there we go so think that little hexagon shape of course bees don't make their their cells in hexagon randomly and they don't switch it up um, and they've been around for a while, so they know what they're they know what they're doing, and that's why it helps the etheric energies, you know, uh, transmute that egg into a pupa into a bee and all that, like <laughs> quickly. 
unbelievably quickly. And the same with the cell, by the way. They don't they don't have little trials in there. They're not forming it in a okay and measuring on the other side. Is it a hexagon? It pops, and this was a scientific study. It pops into existence the cell shape in a fraction of a second while the bees are in there holding a frequency state. Huh. Kind of tells you their aura or biofuel literally affected that, in this case, honey, uh, organic beeswax around them. And, and I'll stop there on that one. But yeah, so, um, oh, shoot. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then when the bees are in there, sometimes they can, you know, if, if one hive is weaker, they'll, I don't know, transfer energy from the cells. So it's a communication thing as well. And that's why also, by the way, anybody go on Netflix or any movie, and when they're getting into portal this or transferring that, you're going to see hexagons everywhere. Oh, and that's some, not 50% of the time. And it's going to be in the wallpaper. It'll be in the floor tile, or it'll be in the graphics of the show. Go pick your Marvel movie. Pick your DC movie. And I mean every single one of them and other movies. There's a reason for that. It's not random. And they're putting – there's always layers of information in there. And for the – Hang on. Oh. All right. We're going to stop on that one for right now. We're not supposed to be talking too much about that right now. Apparently that hurt. Um, well, there is a thing. Um, yeah, go ahead. I, I, Somebody didn't I like wondering. that. I'll say right now. I just got basically almost slammed in the, in the head with a sledgehammer and a jet. And it came through physically. When well, I, I'll yeah. say something then on that. Cause so there's a, a YouTube Alex Collier um, thing with Elena Denant from Saturday. And uh, usually, like, for me, the kind of details he gives in that I have to pay for, um, like, like his, his weekly um, Q&A and, 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 and update. But th this one was just as detailed that he gives these updates. So one of them was, and, and, and David Wilcox talked about this, where um, you have the Marvel movies or whatever movie that, it's a cabal thing where they need to show you certain soft disclosure as a kind of permission to do these things to the populace, whether it's it's poisoning or uh, uh, false flags or whatever. So one of them is in um, what is that? The Captain America or even Avengers, where you have this um, it's uh, it's like a navy ship or this battleship or something that floats in the air. That's supposedly either Solar Warden or one of these things from. Uh, the 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 ssp which is now space force like uh they're they're uh what do you call it trickling that down all the the stuff they're doing out there to do like a drip drip effect and and show us even though you know these these marvel movies of disclosure have been going on for you know for a while um i'll have to look at my notes on what exactly you said uh but so, uh, so I guess we'll, we'll focus it back to you while I look at those notes. But um, if there's a movie or um, comic book character that reflects what you do, sort of like a parallel version of yourself that's shown, you know, in in, in uh, um, these movies or uh, those kind of things, is is there um, when they say, oh yeah, that's kind of like what I do? Yeah, that's. That's a tough, you know, I guess the, the easy go-to and the one that most, I guess it would be the Doctor Strange one. Um, uh, it really would be because that's all the just stuff you get to see. You don't have to, you know, they're like, what the heck's that crazy shape? And you got to know this, that, and the other. You know, it's it's not that concrete of a thing. But, yeah, I mean, Doctor Strange one. Um, and, of course, they always, 
in movies as they should for just entertainment, you know, well, I can't even say stretch because really in a lot of that stuff he does, it, it goes a lot further. They just don't show you, which ties into what you were just saying about, and I don't listen to the podcast or somebody who's David Wilcock and then now. So when they were talking about the different things and you see the hexagons, it's a one way. It's like a signal or trigger to say, Hey, there's something metaphysical happening here, or there's more to the story. So that's, one reason they'll overlay it. And again, it can be embedded in the tile of the counter of the kitchen. Um, and once you start looking for these obvious things, they can real obvious and you go, oh, I see it's on that floor because of the, there's always more to the story, I'll just say. Um, and often it's has nothing to do with the directors and the one they say that, you know, wrote the movie or is deciding it, uh, put it on. So, um, and that part's, you know, not privy to them either sometimes, but anyway, yeah. So it's, um, and then the whole, you mentioned the ship, there's lots of ships. I can give you some insight on one way they do. There's lots of ways to bake bread, but one way some of these ships are out there, they simply can emanate or generate a frequency that goes far enough around the craft or ship they're in that it's off the visual spectrum. It's like having a desk fan in front of you, off or on low you see the blades change the frequency turn that sucker up on high all of a sudden the fan blades blur turn it up further they literally go invisible and you can see through it and that's a thing that's what they're doing it's just a uh, it's a field around them it's not like they turn on okay everybody hang on we've got to turn on the shaker on the ship and we're going to start no that's not what's happening it's the energy field around it so you don't even have to and i hear a little bit i do get to hear out there they're usually saying the ship is doing this that, and the other the person uh, that kind of limits you, but if you get into the understanding, which is why I kind of got zapped a minute ago, that you can affect your own biofield or aura and then have the physical you perceive all realities from that space. What I'm saying is you don't need to have turbo boost um, installed or an ejector, I don't want to say ejector seat, in your car, your vehicle, your body. You can affect the space with your thoughts and feelings around you to all of a sudden that vehicle now has, again, I haven't worked this out well, turbo boost or nitrous um, for those car geeks out there. Um, anyway, I usually got to stop there because I start talking about too much of the too many layers, but. OK, yeah, uh, so what, one of the things covered in, in um, the Collier talk was uh, supposedly there's a eighth chakra that's a portal that creates our physical holographic, you know, 3D thing, um, and that the eighth chakra is connected to source, so it's like a gateway. Um, what, what's your take on on that um, perspective? Um, I shared an image in chat earlier. Well, yeah, there's not you're not limited to seven chakras or energy centers anyway. Right. Not that you were saying that. Um, um connect. Uh, we're already all connected. There's no place to go. And that gets into the whole density versus dimension thing. There are no dimensions unless you want to put limits on an aspect of reality. Um, but so otherwise it's a dimension. Where's your focus at the time? So you were already connected to source. So you don't, you're, uh, that's a tough thing to talk about. So yeah, I guess if you want to, if somebody wants to use the description of chakras and they talk about eight chakras, um, yeah, I mean, and like the image I put up earlier, I show one between your knees, between your ankles. I'm talking about floating there between. That's where those are. But even that, and I, I don't know, put some comment in there. I don't remember. But don't, they're, un, 
they're unlimited because all you have to do is imagine. You don't have to even know that it's a thing that, oh, that's chakra number 17 and it's here, there. Don't even worry about all that. Again, just get in the gym, start lifting heavy objects and you're going to have realizations because again, you don't have to know about chakra eight or, or 14 or whatever um, to, to do the psychic thing It's or, or connect. So yes, there are more chakras. Um, I, I'm, I'm trying to give a good description on how to actually use that. But there's And there's no place to go other than in the space in your head and thoughts. Because, and I mentioned that because some people come to me saying, well, I did how many DMT trips or ayahuasca? And I'm not dissing those things. Um, or this, that, and the other. Again, I'm like, uh, well, all that really did was slow down your own input you were giving yourself and then then you kind of chose the channel it didn't take you anywhere it just made more of what was already around you there um i don't know even that's kind of limiting accessible um so anyway that ship thing it changes that's why i want to bring the fan description even people do that so i can do that too we all can do that by the way um if i'm remote perceiving and i you know as ex-military when i did the remote viewing thing but it's remote perceiving um because it's more than viewing. If I wanted to hide from, again, I'll, I'll make fun of it, the bad guys on the other end, or if some client asked me to go, well, I was abducted last night, taken away on an ET ship. I'm like, okay, well, let's check it out. I'm not going to jump into their, because remember, I'm aware there's no time, so I'm in that same time and space they are. If that was an induction that happened, let's say it was, I'm not going to jump in there and say, hey, Derek's arrived. <laughs> no, I'm going to be in a buckyball of love, just for quick, simple ones out of phase with them so long story short uh, my energy will be invisible because i'm off their perception level and that's you do that by a thought um as you know uh, an emotion kind of thing so then then i'd be invisible to those those guys on the et ship if, if again that's that's what i was doing at the time or if i'm going in checking on somebody else's concurrent life or past life um you know, you don't want to just scare the hell out of everybody. And all of a sudden, some, you know, woo-woo guy like me jumps in and starts, you know, doing this, that, and the other. No, it depends on the, the level of the other entity. So I'll be in a love, that buckyball of love. The buckyball is the container. Choose love. And then if those energies are in alignment with that entity at that time or that other self, they'll pick up on me. They'll see me. Or they'll feel it. Or, they'll, you know, it all differs. And that's the same thing we're doing with our guides, by the way. Depending on the state we stay in, our own space, thoughts, feelings, emotions – that is our connection to the metaphor. Then all of a sudden you'll pick up on your guides and past loved ones by being in that state. It's not a thing you do. It's a space you, you realize and maintain. Um, it's not for 20 minutes and it happens. It can be instantaneously. I don't, I don't meditate before I do a psychic session because I realize the whole time thing. It's instantaneously on. I just know it. Um, and it, it, it is that way. Jump on the bike ride and all of a sudden you'll be doing wheelies before you know it. Right. Yes, Thank you. Um, um, someone was asking about, um, not really asking, but maybe your take on on uh, bees getting injections, these supposed vaccines. I know it's kind of a silly story, but um, I'm sure you've heard of that. And like, what's what's your take on that? Oh yeah, they're gonna give. Well, what they're trying to vaccinate the queen bees, and then they say it goes down to the colony from there for certain uh, diseases and whatnot. Um, well. <laughs> What I would get from that is it's not it's not being it's not like they give this queen bee the vaccination for whatever and that chemical treatment 
passed down through every single egg and continued on from there. That's that's not what's in the egg. The eggs made about and it's made mostly energetically. So what I got from that, huh? There is something energetic to vaccines because look, they're given to these little energy beings called bees, and it's being passed. Because wait a minute, because if that's how that works, then when I got my vaccination for whatever, let's say I'm a female, and had kids. Well, wait a minute. Why doesn't that one transfer? And I know they'll spin it all different ways in 3D, but I'm just talking from the energy energetic perspective, um, and that should not be lost on any of us. That's what they're feeding us and saying will do, and it's going to continue down from there because – and then why? Because I was going to generate another queen in a matter of weeks or months or days anyway. Um, so it's, it's just it, – there's a whole lot more to that story. Because um, what people say, well, they got the, the vaccine. They're going to give it to the queen. And that's the end. No, it's not. It doesn't even work that way. Um, so I don't know. I guess we'll see what, where the stories fall out here in 3D. But I'm not going to buy any vaccinated queen bees myself. Um, that's not what I'm going to do. I'm not, just like I don't vaccinate myself anyway, that, any of that stuff. So, no, it's not a um, – but, yeah, they are going to try that, by the way. There's articles out there um, where they've already – done it and then they're going to try to try to actually encourage the beekeepers i had an article that they sent to me to start a whole business from these vaccinated queen bees that's what and they do this with other things too um buy this crop sell just this one let's get rid of the natural queens or the organic foods the gmo ones are so much better blah 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 and and then all of a sudden wait we don't have seeds in our food we can't plant them they're not living. Why are the Why would the seeds be dead in some of these vegetables? I don't know if anybody knows what I'm talking about, but that's a thing for some of these foods and or vegetables and queens and or the brood after that. It's a it's a energetic generation limiting thing that can all be undone. Hundred percent. So there's some more insight into that. All right. Thank you. That um, that, that happened in India. When they had the GMO uh, seeds given out to the Indian farmers, and then they realized that they had no seeds, and that you know, and thousands of farmers had just committed suicide. I mean, it's a, just look it up, Google it. It's a terrible situation. So he's not talking about something that may happen. It's already happened. I just wanted to point that dire statement out. Yeah, it's happened other levels too. Um, we got a few minutes left here. Where do you guys want to go? Um, you have any upcoming um, online uh, events, interviews, even local stuff coming up? I know there, on your group you posted some stuff for next. I mean, next month is technically Saturday, but um, yeah, any, anything upcoming like that? Not a lot. I'm still in a place where I can't announce some stuff, um, and that's that's frustrating. So, and that's also why we've been limited locally and online. We're prepping for other things that are happening in the background. Again, for the future, we'll talk about. But from all the 3D perspective, even locally, I've I've heard rumors that Derek's not doing sessions anymore. Everything's canceled. Also, and I don't blame anybody for any of that because that's that's what it looks like, kind of thing. But it's not. Things are all ramping up again here. Um, but not immediately um, until, you know, nearest the end of this month. Um, but no, so I'm trying to give even new products and things. I don't have anything I'm going to release just yet. There's always stuff in the works. I've just got to glean that time in my day or because a lot of it's going on writing now, um, the book, to, 
to get those things out. So unfortunately, I don't think I have anything new. Anything I've told you, Nancy, because I usually try and tell you everything because I'm usually on to the next topic real quickly. I get, oh, I'm, I think I mentioned it. Yeah, the free class online and then also the, the flyer that somebody can download if they're interested in Mystical Wares. It's double-sided. You can print it. Um, has a lot of photos of the inside. Um, but no, I came back from, I don't think I announced that. I, I don't know, a week ago or so, I came back from another trip down to Arizona. So now, I'm, Nancy, I don't know, did we talk about that trip or not? Um, yeah, <clears throat> yes, we did. Okay. And, but that was the, the, the one thing that, that was sort of not, we hadn't seen it before, were the small two-inch uh, Shungite oh, the carvings. The skulls. Yeah, got one right here next. Actually, I got two of those elephants right here next to me, and the little Shungite skull. Those, I don't know. I asked them to get them online. So it takes time sometimes, um, but they'll have them online if they're not already up. They're the little, little two-inch Shungite skulls and elephants. Yeah, they're really cool. I got, a, I got a little. Now, herb now, now, how do you know that those are real Shungite? Oh, I can do the hell them right now. I can just look at them and tell for one thing, and they look exactly like Shungite. So you can tell from the, the random discoloration meaning the pyrite pieces and of course you can and it's not 100 percent anymore but the shungite various tests you can do with the moving like here i'll drag it on my phone right now well an elephant just opened my phone for me a little shungite elephant um and that's just getting it to conduct that electricity and i know other things can do that um but the density the the of it uh i can just feel it and see but i'm just trying to think of ways to tell so average people and then you got to know the source too so I don't just, whoa, Shungite, this, that, and the other, because I have seen carvings all over the internet. In fact, they try to sell them to me. Not one of the ones that I'd seen were Shungite. The platform or slab they were standing on was Shungite, and you could see this pyrite striations and stuff like that. And then I zoom in on a microscope, Nancy, on these things, just so you know. Not everybody has that. But I throw it under the microscope, and it's up on a big screen TV. So I'm not looking even through a little eyepiece, and I can just straight up see the, the surface of the Shungite. Um, and I'm going to, I'm going to, probably shouldn't even announce it, but I'm a silver tumble. So turn some of these guys into cosmic silver shungite, I don't know, elephants and skulls. So, and angels. I have angels too. How are you going to do that without breaking them up? They don't. I know. That's amazing. I did. I thought, oh, it's going to beat the heck out of it. The, the first thing that's going to break is the trunk and this, that, and the other. No. And I don't have a picture to share right now, but they're, they're so tightly carved and weld that it's not like it's a really thin leg on it coming off and especially in the skull it doesn't beat them up because they're little tiny silver bars i don't know maybe quarter inch across and then i have so so many in there it's not like the shungite's being thrown the whole six or eight inches you know diameter across the tumbler every time it's in there in a in a it's it's in a it's being hugged by a cushion of silver another shungite and rotating it so it's not getting beat the heck up and when you pull these guys out and throw it back under the microscope oh yeah that silver is all over the place and migrated inside so you're not just like oh a little chunk hanging on there it's it's it's, it's like it's painted on it's odd and i'll do that with these guys i'll, I'll tumble i don't know and within a month we'll say i'm busy uh, when i run that tumbler next um I'll throw some of these guys in there and they, and they don't break. And I only know that because, like I said, Nancy, I threw some uh, Merkaba and some other carved piece of Shungite that I don't remember what it was for. Oh, somebody wanted a custom um, mala with a certain shape Shungite piece. And I'm like, okay, I don't expect it to survive. 100% survived. 
So, yeah, anyway, I'll be doing that. We got a couple minutes maybe at best here. Yeah, we're, we're down to uh, a minute here. So uh, you guys want to say good, goodbye for the for the time being? Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll say goodbye. Thanks, and I appreciate all the questions, Mark, as always, and those in chat. And uh, hopefully I didn't go too fast, as I tend to do. But it was fun being here. Mark? Yeah, thanks. thanks, Derek. Uh, just a quick reference I posted on uh, Mystical Wear's Facebook group about those lenses, goggles. The guy who invented it is Walter Kilner. So you can read the details there. Awesome. So thanks, everybody. We'll see you tonight at uh, uh, 6 to 8 with Cosmic Reality. You have been listening to the Shanghai Radio Show, produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Thank you for being here. Be safe.